This is the Subscription Rockstars podcast, brought to you by Subly, the number one subscription e-commerce platform. This podcast is where entrepreneurs, marketers, and business owners learn tactics to grow their subscription revenue with your host, Stefan Pretty. Good morning, everybody. This is Stefan from Subly. This is the Sub Summit 2019 in New Orleans. This is day three. It is 8.45 in the morning, and we are tired, but yeah, excited because it's been an amazing event. So sitting next to me, I have Alana and Carrie from Senior Sleuths, and also, interestingly, some alligator toes, which <laughs> is quite freaky. Frenchie. Called Frenchie, yes. So, uh, welcome, guys. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Uh, absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you the, give the formal introduction. So, we have Alana Tompkins, who's co-founder, and Carrie O'Meara, uh, director of marketing. Alana brings more than 30 years of global marketing and business development experience to the table, as well as a hands-on knowledge in the subscription space, compounded with an undeniable passion for brain health. She spearheaded projects for Baltimore Orioles. How do you say that? Orioles. The Orioles. Orioles. Uh, AOL, Walmart, and more. Carrie is responsible for fueling brand strategy and generating compelling campaigns for the organization. With an impressive background in healthcare industry and com comprehensive mastery of mindful aging, she is a driving force for product development and commercializing efforts. That's uh, seriously impressive, to say the least. Thank you. So, yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. And just to let you know, at the very end of this podcast, I'm going to be doing this quick fire round just to keep it interesting, uh, where I'll ask uh, a question and you just answer with one word. And you can also add additional context and we might have some follow-up uh, questions about it. But uh, first of all, I want to ask some general questions, okay? Now, there's two, two of you here, so um, we're going to have to try and share this microphone for the listeners in case you're wondering why the audio is dipping uh, at any point in time. But um, the first question I have for you guys is, what's your superpower? My superpower is Carrie. Oh, okay, that's a great answer. Your superpower is Carrie. Yes. Okay, do you want to elaborate on that? Well, um, I, I just feel extremely fortunate um, given Carrie's marketing background and her health background, um, it just has dovetailed so nicely into this product and bringing this product to market. Okay. And actually, while we're on that, do you want to explain what Senior Sleuths is for the listeners, just in a little bit more detail? Sure. So Senior Sleuths is a subscription box. It is, uh, it's been designed um, to serve as a program or an activity for seniors. Mm -hmm. Um, we know through research that um, these type of cognitive activities are inadequate. So we found sort of a hole in the market and we designed a product around it. That's awesome. I mean, that's a place that we spoke before. It's a place close to my heart. And um, I think that there's not enough, you know, out there for these types of things, especially even in terms of awareness. People exactly. don't realize how brutal it is experiencing, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia. So right. kudos to you guys because it's special. So, Thank you. Um, Carrie, what's your superpower? My superpower is going to be the ability to dream up all kinds of crazy things. If you think about our experience for the seniors that we have created, it's a series of different tales that we have the benefit of kind of blending history and fiction and dreaming up 
we're only as good as what we can dream up. Mm. So with our one of our series, Untangled, it's a Russian espionage tale while you're invited, you're invited to support the investigation by this fictitious director of this government agency that we have absolutely dreamed up. Wow. And when we talk about our testing program, I'll talk a little bit about how that we balance that fact and fiction and really make it compelling and entertaining. That's really interesting, actually. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, how long, how old's the business? Well, Lana's been working on Senior Sleuths for about 18 months at this point okay. in time, and we formally came together and really put it into kind of fast gear back in September. Okay, awesome. So we're pretty Cause, new. Because the next question I have is, what's the toughest situation you've had in the business to date? Either of you can answer this one. Well, from my perspective, um, I sold the idea to um, the owners of the company where I work. Mm -hmm. That part was easy because they got it. Um, the hard part was assembling the right team, and we were so excited about it. We got so many people involved, and you know, when managing a big project like this by committee is hard. So mm -hmm. we had to sort of scale back and say, okay, we, we can only have a core team of people working on this. Um, and we had to make sure we had the right people on it, and we and we do. I'm happy with with the team. Finding people's hard, right? Yeah. And especially in, in your industry, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. And um, if you were starting over, is there anything that you would do differently? No, I okay. don't think so. Okay. Good. That's that's awesome. Um, now, I know. Again, you're 18 months in. What's the what's your proudest moment so far? I mean, I'm sure there's actually plenty to be, to be, you know, now I'm thinking about it. There probably is quite a few because of what you're doing. I think we've got lots of proud moments, but for me, with coming from a marketing background as well as a healthcare background and really spending a lot of time in the senior living communities as well as really building healthy aging programs, Sure, we are in this for a business, absolutely, but seeing the smile on the faces mm. of the participants as they're going through their subscription program and seeing the aha moments and the connecting the dots and really them telling us how much of an impact Senior Sleuths has had on their life and how much enjoyment they receive from it, mm -hmm. that's really what makes us proud. Yeah, that's special. For me, at least. Yeah. yeah is, is yours the same? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, okay, and then speaking of team, you mentioned that in the last uh, the last uh, question I asked. What's, what's the number one thing that you look for when you're hiring? Is there a specific? For me, it's really trait? all about a sense of curiosity. Okay. Because if you think about it, there's hard skills that you can teach. There's soft skills that you can grow and adapt over time, but that sense of curiosity is really something that you either have or you don't. Mm -hmm. And when we're in a situation like building our Senior Sleuths product, there's so much imagination involved. There are so many holes that you can go down, different paths, but having that sense of curiosity to let your mind wander, to come up with the best ideas and the best story and narrative, and being able to have that strategy and that discipline to pull yourself back in. Right, okay. And be able to kind of keep things on track. That's really what's important for Cause, me. Because you guys are kind of carving the way with something very new here. So curiosity is fundamental because it's a creative process. Right. There, the subscription boxes in a B2B scenario in senior living do not exist. Mm -hmm. We have created a new category, which is scary, exciting, um, breathe all at the same time, but it's something that's much needed, and we heard, and Alana heard time and time again earlier in the process how the cognitive activities available to our target market are just woefully inadequate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's... Um 
Yeah, I, th I think that what you guys are doing is it, it, when you when you go the path that's not been taken before, it brings up all these other things that you don't really consider. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, okay, so how did it come about? How did it actually all start? I'm going to turn that over to Alana. <laughs> sure. So um, thanks. So my father uh, passed away from complications um, due to Alzheimer's. And, um, you know, when I look back over his illness, I realize um, physically he was really strong. He was a marathoner. He ate well. He cared about his physical being. But he really did not do much to exercise his brain. And my mother, on the other hand, she, um, she reads, she plays cards, she does all sorts of brain fitness, um, and yet she has not taken good care of her body, so she's on oxygen. So I, it's like the opposite. Yeah, the complete opposite. Yeah. So together, they were one, and I just, it really, you know, I started thinking, and, and I had some experience in the subscription box business, and I thought, what can I do to create a product that could, you know, help solve um, the inadequacies with the cognitive activities? And so I came up with this idea, and I got my friends and family to help. And I worked on it for about six months. And it got to a point where I needed either an investor or I needed to walk away from it. Mm. And it dawned on me. I was at a summit. And I work for a huge experiential marketing company in Baltimore. And I was at this event that they put on. And I thought, wait a second. I work for the largest storytelling organization in this region. Why haven't I asked them? And they're very philanthropic, the owners. Um, and I met with them the next day. And they said, absolutely, you tell me what you need. And they gave me like carte blanche to build this product wow. and the you know the support behind it so wow that's awesome mm -hmm. that's really cool um what was the actual process that you took to to start the business because obviously you, again you're, you're kind of carving a new road here right and there's no like instructions no, no there wasn't so. yeah you know i have quite a few friends in the industry um a couple friends that i went to high school with one um is the ceo of a very large healthcare organization that uh, works with um, the properties and the communities where senior residents live. And then another high school friend was the COO of a large organization out in the Pacific Northwest. So I really tapped into them. And then I also have friends that are nurses in, and um, at different properties. So I just spent a lot of time sort of researching and, and asking a lot of questions. Um, and that sort of was the impetus and then um, I just I got my friend to write a funny story well not funny but uh, uh, Untangled the okay. Russian espionage and then um, we would sit by the pool and figure out the clues and just it just kind of all came together it was pretty amazing okay and then what was the kind of process for actually taking it to market were, were you it was quite from when we last spoke it was quite iterative it sounds like and the, there was a really solid feedback loop yes yeah so we you know Carrie and I having spent all of our lives in marketing um, we're big believers in research and testing and testing again mm -hmm. and testing again mm -hmm. um, in order to perfect the product. So we um, first we, we sent it out to friends and family. And we did a little bit of a disservice because we really didn't have... Um, we, we just kind of wanted their feedback on the story and stuff like that. And then when we got it ready for market, we 
we stood this up in about three months, mm. um, and we we picked five different communities to test it in, um, and different levels of skills um, from assisted living, independent living, skilled nursing, to um, um, regions. You know, we're out in the Midwest. We're we're in Baltimore, local, regional. So, and Carrie, you can probably talk a little bit more about uh, the the type of residents that we're testing it with. Absolutely. So. We knew we wanted to target the senior audience, and especially after Alana's personal experience with her dad. Um, for me, this is also quite personal because while we've worked in marketing our entire careers, I had the opportunity to take a hiatus and work for a medical center mm. where I was actually working with them to build an institute for healthy living. Okay. So serendipity for me, really, it's a, quite a passion point. So when you think about the senior living universe, there are 5 million seniors mm-hmm. and 10,000 people turn 65 every Every single day. Yeah, that's so madness. It's, it's crazy. Uh, so we really needed to be strategic and we couldn't boil the ocean as we are taking this out because we didn't have resources, but we also know it's not the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. So we took a look and segmented the market from our product. We knew we wanted to be more of a premium product. We knew we didn't want to be discounting. We knew that we wanted to provide an entertainment solution that had a cognitive exercise benefit to it. So when we look at, looked at that, looked at the marketplace, we really focused in on areas where adult, active adults were still in really in that place in their life that they, things were important to them. They were still seeking act- activities, seeking programs. So from there, uh, We started with independent living and assisted living. Mm -hmm. And the reason for those two were because it really fit that market and it had the benefit of programming staff in the communities. So the other benefit with this that we really wanted to do is we wanted to create an opportunity that would bring seniors together Mm -hmm. through some really socially engaging opportunities. Because while a lot of senior living at a residential standpoint is a lot like going back to college, it's a lot of coming together, you almost live in the nicest dorm you've ever lived in in your life, and and quite frankly, pay quite dearly to do so. There's still a lot of independent activities like art and like cards and things that are more one-on-one. Um, so the other activities that could bring them together were bingo. Mm-hmm. Bingo has become the B word for us oh, that we want to stay away funny. from because <laughs> bingo, we bowling, that's every community that we've been in and out of, bingo is on the calendar every single day. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's something. <laughs> and, yep. But it, we've decided that it's the closest to gambling okay. that they can get, which is why bingo's yeah. exciting. Yeah. So that being said, kind Makes of sense. pulling it back in a little bit. So nice little dopamine rush. <laughs> <laughs> from really targeting those two, then we explored communities that had some interaction between the two subpopulations. Mm-hmm. So we tested it with some that were purely independent living, some that were purely assisted living, and then some of the communities blended the two populations together, okay. which had an interesting impact. Mm because it allowed the independent living residents to have that interaction and almost that charitable impact that they were helping those that were in assisted living that needed a little bit more help. So Mm -hmm. it had that kind of feel-good aspect of it for them as well. Okay. It's really interesting to me because basically you guys, uh, first of all, you really doubled down and tripled down and did all your research to find out the actual specific target audience. And you got really clear on that, it sounds like. We did. Super clear. And we have gone down a couple of other paths that we've turned back around. Mm -hmm. So initially, when you think. That's awesome. uh, So nursing homes. Mm -hmm. 
people are in there for a variety of different reasons, but for us it wasn't a great target audience because the average length of stay that people are staying are anywhere between 15 and 25 days. Well, each of our stories are 90 days. Mm. So quick math, they're not gonna receive the full experience, and the last thing that we wanna do is leave people disappointed and without a sense of completion. Yeah, and this is really awesome because it sounds like your process ultimately dictated the uh, the decisions. Because once that was in place, you've been you've been able to relentlessly test new things and walk away from it as well. And it's because the process has dictated that. It's told you, okay, this is not the direction to go, which is awesome. Um, the other thing that I find really interesting that I picked up on in what you were saying is that. It, for the audience, the listeners, you, you guys don't actually sell directly to the consumer. You sell to the, the, the homes. Yes, we sell to the senior living communities. Right. So that was another But they're not your customer. Right. Which so is the wild thing, which is really great because, you know, talking about target audiences and talking about... Um, you know, like everybody's always like, you know, know your customer. You're not selling to your customer. The, the end user, the person that you care about, the, par- the person who's in your why statement is ultimately not who you're selling to. You're selling to somebody else who's going to get it in their hands, which is awesome. Yeah. I love this kind of unique setup of the why and the how and the what. Like, I think it's awesome. Like, uh-huh. it puts a smile on my face even thinking about it <laughs> because it's such a unique situation. But it just shows if you're doing your research, you ultimately get to a different answer every time. Exactly. And we had to be so strategic as we were developing the positioning for the product because you have to provide an end user benefit to both your influencer and your decision maker. Mm -hmm. So what we learned from our testing process and before we even took anything to market is while the the programming staff is who's actually implementing and there are team leaders, our sleuth leaders Mm -hmm. leading the groups of senior sleuths through these experiential immersive storytelling um, weekly sessions, but they're not always the one that can make the purchasing decision. Mm. So we had to then go and really think about how we were positioning it, taking the feedback from the residents, taking the feedback from the actual implementation staff, and then positioning the product in a way that is beneficial at the C-suite. Mm-hmm. And you said you have this, like, uh, sounds like an army of people testing things for you as well, or there's a couple of people that you always go to, to for testing. Uh, how, how did that come about? We tapped initially as we were identifying our target market groups for our pilot program, we, after the friends and family, we took it to the senior living communities that leveraged some of Atlanta's personal relationships to get us in for one assisted living community and one independent living community. And then we just were very strategic about finding the other communities that had a balance of independent and assisted that were both either a single operator or a national company. Okay. Because it was really important for us to make sure we had the feedback and the ability to scale our product, mm-hmm. which we knew we needed that if it was a community that's part of a national operating company, that would give us that input. Got it. Okay. Uh, and we had one test group really, really rise to the top. And the feedback from all of the groups were really tremendously invaluable, but they... Tremendously valuable, sorry, but this one group, 
they were calling us out from whether it was simple grammatical errors to we're now experts on bridge architecture between a trussle-based bridge and a buttress-based bridge, <laughs> uh, chemical reactions of different things from, because that's part of the beauty of the senior audience and that's really kind of the special piece for us is the lives that these residents that our subscription members have lived, they have come from such diverse backgrounds, mm -hmm. but they're all generally from the greatest generation or the older end of the boomers, that authenticity is so important to them. Hmm. So that makes us really, really, really hone in on fact-checking, on the specifics of things. We have former teachers in there. I've gone through and what models of BMWs were around wow. in the 1960s. <laughs> so that's really where it comes full circle for that sense of curiosity and that balance of fact versus fiction. <laughs> because we there's some areas that we've, we've gotten into a good groove on where we can see where we can stretch the line or where you can dream up these fictitious agencies. But when you're mixing that with references to the FBI, it's been a lot of lessons in intellectual property because while you can reference historical facts and figures, you can't create new history for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's been that fine line of curiosity and also pulling your hair out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Red tape. <laughs> I know how that feels. Um, so right now, what are you guys actually, like in terms of your key metrics, what is it you focus on? Do you have any special unique metrics that you've created for your unique offering? Or are you what are you just like tracking LTV in turn? Or how does it work? Because you guys have got a very specific business model. What's your... True North. Our true north right now is working with, now that we have our kind of groundswell of awareness that's been built through both the influencer level as well as the decision maker level, okay. we are really focusing in on the national operating companies for the senior living and continuing care communities. Okay. So, so is, is there a way that you measure that? Like, a, how, do you, how do you measure your success? Basically? We are measuring our success based on the communities, that, the operating companies, the size of the number Got of the number of communities. So with one completed sale, we are looking to get to those those operating companies that have more than 150 different locations or smaller, if there's less locations, more residents per location. Mm. Because density, we know yeah. The density with it. Because we know that not every single... It's not applicable for every single resident, mm -hmm. but we want to get uh, we want to get those kind of higher batting averages, if you will. Yeah. So we're a little bit different than the CACs and the other right. um, traditional B to C metrics that everyone has here. But we have spreadsheet after spreadsheet and tracking every single thing as we go. Nice, nice. I like that. That's why I wanted to ask that because like I knew that you because of your unique case there would be specific metrics that are, are for you guys for measuring your success basically. Right. Um, okay, so I know that we've not got much time because you've got to jet for your flight, but um, what's what's next for Senior Sleuths? Is there anything in store that you can share? Maybe some nuggets? Yes, we have something really exciting that we are taking Senior Sleuths available direct to consumer at the end of the summer. Nice. So we will be able to talk about all the other metrics and all of those great things because we feel that we've had such positive feedback from the individual residents that and the impact that we are having why not make it more of it broadly available? And for both of us, as parents are aging, it comes to a scenario of like, 
why wouldn't you want your loved ones to have something that's entertaining, that's fun, that allows them to exercise their brain and give them a sense of accomplishment? It comes back to that why. It it drives everything for you guys, which is incredible. I love it. Um, Okay, and then I've got one more quick question before we go into the quick fire round. Uh, what's your thoughts on the subscription industry in general? We're here at SubSummit. It's all about subscription. Are you feeling bullish, excited? Do you think it's positive, uh, you know, future? What, what do you think? Maybe you want sure. to um, give this one out. And, and having worked um, in the subscription box uh, business before, I was not able to come to this event last year, so I'm super excited that I got to experience it this year. And um, I have enjoyed all of the sessions and all that stuff. I think it's just a burgeoning business, and I think we're smart to get in on it. Um, our product's a little unique to it, um, but when we launch B2C, you know, like Carrie said, we'll be able to go back and put in all those messages measurements like CAC and, you know, lifetime value and all of that stuff. And I'm excited to do that. Um, and another thing too, you know, we're going to, we continue, our stories change every, every three months. Okay. Um, so hopefully we'll come back next year and we'll have a whole year of measurement to share with Maybe you. Maybe we could do another podcast Let's, next year. Yes. Love it. <laughs> yeah. We can have a catch up and find out how things are going. Absolutely. Or even as we're getting closer into the holiday, because we know that subscription in the holiday season, definitely while seasonality isn't the number one thing, holiday obviously has an impact on any business, of regardless of what you're in. Especially so. in the sub- subscription industry. Right. Sure. Yeah. It's very giftable, so we're looking forward to that, and we're looking forward to some happy faces under the holiday trees. So, where can people actually find you? SeniorSleuths.com is simple. the pro- simple, keep it easy, um, and we are also part of Subscription Box Solutions, which is a, the, a, the company, Got so it. we have some other solutions available. Okay, cool. And... Uh, are you willing to share maybe like a Twitter handle if somebody wants to reach out to you guys with questions, post podcast? Sure. Um, either Instagram or Facebook is just at Senior Sleuths. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to jump into this quick fire round and then I'm going to let you go so you can catch your flight. Um, so as I said, I'm going to ask the question and you just give one word answers. And I, I would like it if you did it separately. So like together, you know, one answer each, if you don't mind. So the first question is business cards or no business cards? What was it? Business cards or, or no business cards? Business cards. Okay. What about you? Business cards. Okay, cool. Uh, SMS or email for communication? SMS for sure for me. <laughs> SMS. Okay. I feel like we're going to have a trend here. The two of you are going to have very similar answers. <laughs> funded or unfunded? I, actually, Alana, I'll let you answer this one. <laughs> funded. Okay. Uh, first class or economy? First class. First, oh, on you go. You said first class? First okay. Class. What about you? First class, even though we are flying home on Spirit Airlines because <laughs> our flights got canceled. Did you get the big comfy seats? I don't know what we got. Gonna, we, we both need to get home somehow. So. It's, it's, it we were risking our lives a little bit. Serves but. a purpose. Actually, Spirit, I mean, not to plug them, but they, they're they quite safe. I did oh, some research on them. Cause wonderful. Because we're, we're flying with them, too, <laughs> in the big comfy seats. <laughs> um Product first or marketing first? They go together. Okay. Okay. Product. Okay. Uh, Active vacation or a relaxing vacation? Relaxing. We're active all the time. (laughs) Very relaxing. Okay. And then what's the one book you'd recommend? The Memory Cure by Dr. Fatui. Okay. Simon Sinek, start with why. Yes, that's so on point with what we've been talking about today as well. I love it. 
And then what's the one thing you cannot live without apart from your phones? Because you've both got them sitting on the table right in front of you <laughs> within about well, a, you know, a few centimeters. Hair products. Hair products, okay. Alana? Um, Not, no, you can't say, right, no, you yes, can't, you can't say Frenchie. The, the, my the, new toy, the alligator toes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to post this video. I may leave him with you. I think That's you funny. might like him. That's funny. Okay, well, guys, thank you so much for joining today. I appreciate you taking the time. What you're working on is amazing, and I wish you both the best, Aww. and I hope that we can catch up again uh, next year. Definitely. Thank a, you. have a safe flight home. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Next time on Subscription Rockstars. Around this time, I got really, really hyped on influencer marketing. Okay. 2014, 2015. This is before Influencer was a word. The crazy thing is we have influencers that we've launched with, with a couple million followers that would sell hundreds of thousands of dollars of units and bring in tens of thousands of new customers. And then we have people with the same amount of following that would sell literally hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. and bring in like 20 new customers. And it, it's crazy how following doesn't equal influence. As we scaled the company, we had 20 employees, and we realized we could outsource and automate everything with the distributed team. Mm -hmm. So we went from 20 employees in a 5,000 square foot office warehouse to zero employees. Is there anything that you do specifically to combat churn? Yeah, so we try to be super fun and engaging with every package no matter what. So it's always an experience, it's always fun. It's bright packaging, it's okay. fun. Uh, we'll send little notes in the packages. Sometimes we'll send an extra free pair of socks. Been listening to the Subscription Rockstars podcast, brought to you by Subly, the number one subscription e-commerce platform. We appreciate you taking the time to engage with and listen to this podcast. Make sure you click subscribe to find out when the next Subscription Rockstar podcast episode is available. For now, keep rocking on.